Warning, the following podcast contains violent scenes that may be unsettling to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Five years have passed since the Chambers apartment complex was ravaged by fire. It has been rebuilt and the new tenants are eager to settle in. However, within the walls lies a secret that may prove fatal for all. The new tenants are about to receive a housewarming party that they shall never forget. Join Craig, Slavic and Tillman playing three characters each in this slasher flick scenario by Joaquin. The slasher flick rulebook is owned by Spectrum Games. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Twin Cities by Night to stay up to date with our podcast releases. There you will also find generous amounts of background info, trivia and a link to join our Discord chat. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so on Patreon at Twin Cities by Night. Welcome, everyone, to Slasher Flick, the housewarming party. This is a story of the tenants of the Chambers apartment complex. Five years ago, this apartment complex was ravaged by a fire that resulted in the deaths of three people. But the exact cause of it still remains unknown to this day. And over the resulting years, the rooms were built up, but... Most of the building for now is still uninhabited. There's only uh, only the lower levels have been refurbished for, for use. So imagine a camera opening up with the shot of these three people. And so I'm going to start off with Karen, Karen Crush. Hello, everyone. I'm Craig, and my main character is Karen Crush. Uh, she is a brash punk rocker. Uh, she has a band called The Bold Crew. And uh, her little catchphrase is, you wouldn't know good music if it hits you in the face. She's about 23 years old and does or wears anything that is considered edgy. So what is Karen doing right now in her room? She's basically, um, camera will pan to her and she's like listening um, with her headphones on to uh, a recording session from her band um, last time. And she's like, has like this wire ripped apart um, spiral brown notebook as she's viciously like uh, scratching away lyrics into the margins and she's muttering herself no 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 that's way too much drum way too much drum there all right and so the camera till turns to reveal outside in the hallway someone banging on the door as she forgot to plug in her headphones has just been listening to it blaring and so we're gonna go to eric over to you gentlemen you're banging on the door yeah uh, eric is Half in his hunter gear, he wears camo head to toe, but has uh, like really, really old school 70s slippers with like the, um, this Scottish, like a Scottish pattern on it and uh, white gym socks. And he's very, very angry at this extreme noise again and just hits both fists onto the door repeatedly trying to get this girl to open up and then to tell her to finally respect all the noise complaints she's getting. All right. And down the hall, you see someone is poking the door to see what the noise is. And we're going to go to you, Slavic, and your character, Joey. What the hell's going on here? And he takes, uh, you know, uh, he's smoking a joint there. So what does a Joey look like? Uh, Joey's a white guy, has baggy pants, wearing a tank top, probably, uh, you know, uh, looks... Probably in his late 20s, uh, maybe early 30s. You're not really sure. You're not even sure if he's sure. You know that he's always very loud. And whenever something's happening in the apartment, he'll just barge in and start shouting and bullying people and 
just doing stuff. Right, so yeah, the, the three of you will have that scene, sees on you. What um, the hell's all this noise? The girl has some music on again. Hey, yo, Karen, what the fuck? Karen ignores the um, rambunctious people at uh, her door and turns the volume on the music up. It's uh, She has now discarded her headphones, but continues at her task. You know this girl? Uh, she's kind of a bitch, but, you know, uh, it's that's like... All the girls in this apartment. Uh, why don't you make more noise, you know? Uh, maybe you'll uh, flush her out or something. Oh, you want to buy some weed? Oh, I know something that will flush her out, and Eric is going to go to his apartment to grab his rifle. That's a genre point to you, Slavic, and to you, Dylan. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so now you have your rifle. Are you going to like, shoot it at something, or are you just going to like bang on the door with it? Yeah, he continues to bang on the door and shout, "Lady, if you don't cease this immediately, I'm going to, I'm going to do something you will deeply regret." <laughs> and Hell he doesn't yeah, think- dude. Joey's recording it and just like shouting, "Hell yeah, give her!" Hey, could, you, could you, could you like not record this? It's kind of a felony, but <laughs> it's okay. I, I'm just gonna put this into my awesome badass album. And uh, Eric continues to bang on the door. And we will cut. Uh, he, <laughs> he fires a blank to get her attention. All right, we're gonna cut from that scene and go to the common area of the uh, of the apartment complex and where some of the other characters are. And hear a gunshot. <gasps> What's happening? As Hannah, who is the, a doctor in her probably late forties, just you know, is really scared. She has a so, sort of small, petite weapon woman. It's like, oh, what's happening? Oh my god. What if someone got shot? I don't know what's happening, says uh, Lloyd Longfellow. He's a town official who has been interviewing um, Hannah. <gasps> I have to go there and help them. What if someone's shot? And she yeah. just runs there. Wait, In the come hallway. <laughs> Wait, come back, says Lloyd. No, I can't. In the hallway, uh, Hannah sees an old lady basically wearing pajamas and having a wig on her head almost falling off. All the color in her skin has dropped out. She's clearly very afraid. And she yells at Hannah, It is, it is the communists. Communists are here. Communists? I, I mean, um, th- this has nothing to do with the mayor's office. I tell you that for sure. Um, our mayor had nothing to do with these communists in the room. Uh, but if there is... If there's anyone communist related, that's corrupt through and through. That's that's a, that's a genre, a genre point for Tillman and Craig there. So Hannah, you run up to the thing and you see someone banging on the door with a, is it a rifle or is it like a like a pistol? Yeah, I would say like a hunting rifle. All right. So you see someone banging on the door with a hunting rifle. What's happening here? Oh my god! Oh my god! What are you doing, Eric? Calm down. The girl in here. Did you shoot someone? No. Oh God, you shot someone. <gasps> Don't lie to me, Eric. I know you shot someone. I did not shoot anyone. I shot a blank cartridge. Here it is. And he shows her uh, the thing. Lloyd comes running up um, because uh, he was chasing after and says, Whoa, whoa, careful there, Eric. Don't you know that even blanks could kill at close range? Okay, that's a strong point there. <laughs> Hannah just sort of faints and falls into Lloyd. I have no point for you. Lloyd fails to catch her. I was just, I mean, the girl is loud again, and I'm trying to get her attention, and it's the only thing I could do. <laughs> uh, Joey sort of bursts through the door and says, Yo, 
I mean, first it was like kind of funny, but now I got, I'm like totally not mellow now and it's pissing me the fuck off. And he pulls out his gun and shoots it in the air. <laughs> is this is this a real gun? Yes, it is a real gun. Okay, so I'm gonna cut from that, and as, as a bullet travels through the floor and the next floor up, up the next uh, the next floor above them, Giovanni dod- dodges the bullet that just went from, came up from his floor. Mamma mia! Genre points, genre. <laughs> <sighs> and the old gangster, who's long since retired. Looks through the hole, you know. You can see probably his eye through the ceiling. It's like, ah, what the hell is happening here? And uh, he goes and grabs his machete. Karen, meanwhile, who had two um, gunshots go off outside our door, has turned down the um, music and has pulled up a phone and is calling the police. Uh, all right, and and so as that happens, then. I will say that. Uh, so, so, Giov- so, Giovanni, you're running down the hallway, and then someone peeks, sees you run past with a machete in their hand. And what does uh, Justin do? So, Justin sees this. I'm not really sure where Justin is right now. He, he's he's on the second floor. He's on the second floor of the building. All right. Watch, watch. He's looking out of his room as Giovanni runs past with a machete. Yeah, Justin is mildly intrigued and uh, follows the man with the machete at a safe distance. You see a young man with blonde hair that covers most of his face in very expensive clothing, like stalk this madman with the machete. Like, I'm going to check this out. Probably typing something in his smartphone on Twitter. Okay, that's a general point to you. (laughs) All right, then off the distance you hear uh, sirens as someone pulls up. Uh, crit. Yeah. yeah. Outside the uh, the obvious rent of rent a cop mall cop uh, patrol Segway bumbles off Billy Barnum. He is an intrepid security guard with a bad lack of judgment. He is overweight and he has a button down uh, security outfit that doesn't quite cover his gut. And he's like, "Looks like this is a job for Billy." And he dismounts the Segway and kind of trips walking up the stairs in, as he races into the apartment complex armed with a mag light and a pistol like X-Files style. Okay, that's a genre point to you. Now I'm going to say, but cut back to Giovanni. You're running through the hallways with your machete. And as you do so, you suddenly come across a, uh, a cat running run across the hallway. And you know, there are no pets allowed. What do you do? Bastardo! And he kicks it. Wow, what a jerk. Cold-hearted so he... mobster. Cold All right. Blood. So you kick it, and it goes flying into the wall, and then next thing you know, like the wall like opens up, and the cat vanishes into it. Vanishes into it? Yeah, like the, like a panel like opens up, and then the cat goes through it. Dio madre. And uh, he sort of crosses himself and just goes the other way. Oh, no genre point! No genre point for you there. Yeah. You didn't go and too religious for that. <laughs> he walks by a confused-looking Justin with a phone in his hand. He just passes him. Good day, sir. He probably, you know, just gives him the finger. So Justin begins typing hurriedly on his phone, like, "Oh my god, my weird-ass neighbor just kicked a cat and gave me the finger." By the way, Justin, you can also see the uh, open panel in the wall. Yeah, I want to check that out. Okay, that's a genre point to you. <laughs> Thank you. 
But funny is, we will remember your brave, brave sacrifice. I mean, um, your curiosity. <laughs> Can we say that a live, live stream this? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. <laughs> Chemical sticky cam, as you can see, as as uh, Justin raises like talks to his followers. Right, guys. So I have the weirdest neighbors anyway, but something just happened here. The cat just disappeared in here. Uh, we gotta look for it. I don't know if it's hurt. Write in the chat if you if you know someone who could diagnose a cat, maybe. All right. So you approach the open panel, and you it's about uh, like three feet tall. And you, you have to like crouch down and like crawl inside to get. And you look inside, you see like a almost like a tunnels going into the walls, and you see like it like slopes down to what on both sides. Damn, there's like a tunnel here. I didn't even know there. Looks like a fun ride. Like put in the chat if you want that I take this fun ride, right? <laughs> yeah, vote, vote, left tunnel or right tunnel. Oh, there's two tunnels. Yes, I, was, I said, like, like I said, the, the panel opens up and then, like, on both sides is, like, a slope oh. going down. Yeah, we have one vote for right right now. Keep it going, guys. We need some more votes. Thanks for the donation, Brian. I really appreciate it. And for those listening at home, we are literally putting in or left or right in the chat. Oh, people are indecided. Ah, all right. The first one has it. We go. We go right and putting right. his camera in front of him. <laughs> Justin goes down this fun ride all right so <laughs> so justin you would use you would slowly like make your way you're crawling on your arms and legs down to this uh tunnel and it's like a slick metal on all sides and about as you get like about uh, several feet in the panel behind you slides shut with a click and, and uh justin while he's riding the tunnel just sinks into his phone highway to hell <laughs> That's a genre point. All right, and so you get you get deeper in, and then you hear like a faint, almost like a sound. Does it face him in any way, really? <laughs> okay, so you, you hear the sound like, wow, it's nothing. Then you continue crawling in, and then you keep, you keep going, and then you hear like a faint, faint smell or something. Oh, guys, this is super weird. I hope you can see. I don't know if the camera picks it up, but I mean... You're happy there's no smell-o-vision invented yet, right? It smells really bad down here. All right, so yeah, you're crawling along, and then you the tunnel like opens up a bit, and you find a place you can stand up, and you're in like a small enclosed room with like metal walls on all sides, except for like one thing. It's almost like a plexiglass thing. You can see through, but it's a dark room. Whoa, that's so cool. Whoa, right. what is that? <laughs> and then as you watch, you see like a light flicker on, and behind the behind the glass and like a, a figure silhouetted in the in the light oh do you see that guy what does it look like you can't make out any details it's just a silhouette of a of a person that's so cool and then you see and they raise up their hand and you see like a lighter in their hand flick and then and then it like puts it into like a little tray and in, in the plexiglass and then you see, you see a slide forward and then the, and then you, next thing you know it's <laughs> and I'm, I'm afraid to say Justin you went out with a bang. Poor him. <laughs> I was quick. All right, so you get two genre points for that. And what what what's the last thing? I'll give you a chance for more. What's like what's the last thing you? What's Justin's final words? Oh, that's odd. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not very creative. Okay, no, sorry, no genre points for that. That was not good. <laughs> nah, that wasn't very good. All right, so 
back to the main corridor with all the chaos, Billy, you show up and you're like, what's going on with your pistol and your flashlight? Billy storms in and says, what's going on with this pistol and his flashlight and sees um, some heavily armed people in front of the car. Police, uh, uh, put your weapons down. Check yourself before you react. Wreck yourself, fool. As Joey uh, has his pistol there sideways. Oh, hey, there's no point for that. I give you one last chance. Put it down. Put it down. We had a, we had a call. We had a call. There was, there, there, there was something. So they called me. Fuck you talking about. Uh, I called because of a noise complaint. The girl in this room has her music up way too loud. Oh, fuck this shit. Joey just goes into his room. Sh- slams the door. Does, does, does he have a permit for that? Fuck no. I have not checked. Um, but I, I do have a hunting license and this rifle is registered. Um, and I, I did fire a blank to, to scare the man with the pistol, but it didn't work. And he continuously fired into the ceiling. Billy comes up and checks the hunting license and says, well, that looks legit. Carry on, dude, sir. All right, so and at this point, then then uh, Giovanni comes down with a machete and says, like, what's going on? Uh, Joey's shooting to my ceiling again. I'm going to slice that fucking motherfucker. You wish he never joined the family. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, God. So what's, you, what's your reaction to that, Billy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all of you, 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 you better put your weapons on the ground. Uh, except you, guy. Yeah, you're, you're okay. I'm indicating that Eric. You're a cop. Uh, close enough. Okay. <laughs> you're not a cop. You want well, a job? Uh, what do you mean? I got an offer for you. Uh, what if I refuse this offer? I don't think you will. I don't think you can. These negotiations are not going very well, kids. All right, so <laughs> as Billy is tempted into the dark side of uh, mafia life, then you hear like a voice on the intercom going, hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Who's that? Uh, good, yes. So, yeah, bit of a thing. You see, someone just went snooping around where they weren't supposed to be, and, well, pro- oh, I, I'm, I hate to do this. I hate, I hate to do this, but... He he made things uh, trigger a set of events that weren't really we weren't really prepared for. He set things off a bit too early. So uh, I'm sorry to say this, but um, nobody's allowed to leave the building. Lloyd steps up to the intercom, pushes it, and says, uh, "Well, if there's anything premature, it has nothing to do with the mayor's office. I tell you that for sure, and you could quote me." Mayor's office? Oh, oh, come on. Uh, that's more paperwork for me. Uh, okay, so sorry about that, mayor's office person. But see, thing is that at this point, I'm sorry, but we're gonna have to kill you all. Sasha uh, steps to the intercom and starts uh, hitting it with whatever object she could grab quickly. I always knew it. I always knew the damn voice from the wall. Damn you! But. Lady, please stop doing. This. You're just you're not doing anyone any favors. We got too many micro. We got too many uh, speakers in this building to for you to break them all. So please just stop. You're just embarrassing yourself. And who do you work for? 
Is it the Russians? I'm not answering that. No, no, I don't have to answer that. So, yeah, I'm sorry, but could you all please uh, escort yourselves over to the common area? I uh, we're gonna have, we're, someone will be out there shortly with a little something for you. Please, so please don't make too much of a fuss. Huh? Where the hell you think you are, huh? Where'd you get that sort I'm of authority? Uh, all right, all right. I, I can see I'm going to need to move things along. And it just says, Hugo. And then you see, like, from the other side of the hallway, like, down at the end, like, a panel open up, and you see, like, this huge guy in, like, thick, bulky, uh, like, protective gear with, like, a tank on his back and a flamethrower in his hand. Just, like, it's, it's, let's have a little puff, like, Shh. Billy uh, says, quick, everyone, behind me, I'll protect you. And he pulls out his gun and fires wildly at the uh, monstrosity in front of him. All right, give me a finesse check to avoid shooting someone. And then if and if that fails, then I'll let people who are in the hallway make another finesse check to see if they can avoid getting shot to death. So we're in a kill scene, everybody. Yay! All right, um, Billy's actually pretty good with uh, shooting, so he's going to get uh, a bump. So, oh, that was... Uh, I don't think I see any pairs there. You failed your thing, so that means instead of shooting the guy you were aiming at, you're gonna the bullets are gonna be going near other people. So unless I'm mistaken, then there's at least three other people in the hallway. There's there's Eric, there's uh, Hannah, and then there's Lloyd. So everyone who has those characters make a roll for making a the finesse roll to avoid being shot hit by the bullets. Uh, Giovanni's there too, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a roll for them. I got a pair. Lloyd's not so lucky. Please help me out. How many dice do I roll with finesse normal? Four. Uh, forty-eight. Okay. It's always four, and then the whatever the D, the D whatever changes. Poor is D tens, normals D eights, goods are D sixes. Yep. I have so, a pair. All right. So just just Lloyd is the only one who gets caught in the crossfire. Ah! You idiot! You idiot! You're supposed to be on our side. Shoot him! Shoot him! Shoot him! As Lloyd's bleeding out from this gaping um, wound in his leg. Giovanni's just going to knock Lloyd down and run away. All right. Ah! Better than you, than me. All right. So so then that's Giovanni out of the way. And then who else is... Uh, what, else, what else is everyone else doing? Are you also going to be running away or... Eric runs back for the injured man because he's been in first aid training. And he like grabs him under his uh, like shoulders through the armpits and like yanks him across the floor away from the crazy person with the with the flamethrower. Lloyd will bleed all over Eric while Billy continues to shoot. All right, it's all right. So, I got you. Hang right, in there. So the uh, the uh, flamethrower man slowly approaches and he, and Billy, you see that even if you you do hit him like a couple of times, but it just like it just like embeds itself in like his armor and just like tink to the ground, and he just slowly approaches with the flamethrower, shooting out a burst of flame every few seconds. Joey pops out of his apartment again. Yo, what the fuck? Yo, what the fuck? Alright, and so, uh, Karen, what are you, what's Karen doing in all this chaos? Um, since there's been boar shots out, right outside her door, practically, Karen's pretty terrified and has kind of, like, moved a chair in front of the doorway but is still eagerly watching this from through the peephole in our doorway and she looks to the side and notices oh my god there's cameras in my room all right and so karen you see that and then you suddenly hear like a boom as the uh flamethrower man like kicks like you hear like a 
uh, from the adjoining room next to you. Like they hear like the door being kicked down. Like in my apartment, or no, no, no. like a, the, the room across from you, like the next to you. Is the um, giant Hugo guy um, proceeding into that room? Yeah, he goes into the next room, and then he like he like sh- shoots off a fire flame, and he walks back into the hallway. Then he like goes to the next room and just kicks open the door and proceeds. Um, uh, while he's um, busy um, flame throwing another room, Karen's gonna quickly remove the chair, throw open her door, and try to. Um, uh, run past him real quickly. You're going to run past Hugo? Yes, as as he's busy uh, flamethrowing into another room. <laughs> all right, so you're heading in the opposite direction of all the others. Okay. All right, so Karen is going one way, so everyone else, I can assume, is running off to the other other direction towards the common area? I guess. Probably. Uh, but uh, Billy is trying to um, stand his ground and continue to fire at him. It's okay, guys. Split up. Well, well, we could cover more ground this way. Uh, okay, oh, that's just oh. another point for you for that. All right, so as you continue to just stand your ground, Hugo just comes up slowly and methodically, just like, he just looks at you for a second, just like head tilt, then flamethrower, and give me a finesse check to see if you can avoid, you know, if you have enough sense to get out of the way of the flamethrower. Would that be brains if I have enough sense, or, fi- or finesse to see if I just move out of the way? Um, I will accept either, which is higher. They're actually all the same. So. All right, so I will accept brains so for this. Brains. I actually have lack of judgment, so I'm going to have three D8 on this one. Ooh. And I still get a match. Oh. Pair of fours. All right, so you now, you now have one survival point. All right, so Hugo, yeah, you, you managed, like, despite your uh, full misplaced bravery, your your next shot actually, like, deflects the uh, flamethrower a little bit so that it just shoots off a gust of flame onto the wall next to you instead of hitting you directly. And so I will give you uh, one more, uh, give me one more check to see if you can escape. So is would this now be the finesse? Yes, I will accept the for this, yes. So how do I use that uh, survival point that I just earned? Because it's particular to this It, it literally just means that that you ha- means that it has to get down to zero for your character to die. If you had failed your roll, you would have died instantly. But now with this, you can fail two more rolls with this character before he dies. Okay. Hot diggity, a pair of sixes. All right, so you get you get you get. I'll, get, I'll give you one more more genre. Po- I mean, not, a survival point. So you now have two survival points for this character, Lo, uh, Billy. And you decide, okay, I'm, I ain't doing. I'm sticking for this, and you run off. Yeah, you see uh, Billy just panting as um, he he starts off at a sprint a little bit too um, quickly, and as he rounds the a corner in the apartment hallway, he's like, "Oh my god, I need my segue. I need my segue." Ah, ah. Okay, genre point for that. All right. So, has everyone run run away from the hallway with Hugo, or has anyone stayed? I assume so. All right. So we're going to cut to the uh, common room where everyone except for Karen has uh, congregated. And you look around, you see the place has been like all decorated with all kinds of uh, streamers and flyers, and there's a small cake on no, a couple of cakes on the uh, tables for the with with a little. With a little hastily written note saying, uh, "Happy housewarming party! Thank you for coming." Oh, thank God," says uh, Billy, and he um, quickly um, scoops up a cake and starts eating it. Yeah, and I will probably say, "Oh, don't stuff it all in your face, Billy," says Hannah. Yeah. Okay. And just, oh, it's it's probably just all a joke. It's all a big joke, you know. The new company that bought the uh, apartment, I guess, or something. Oh, it may be a joke to you, but this man right here is bleeding out. Oh, my leg! 
Right, right. It's all a joke. I'll just, I'll just have some cake. Oh, we'll by the way, yes. <laughs> Someone will need to perform, uh, you know, medical aid. Give, give poor Lloyd medical aid, or else he will die. I do have a wilderness survival positive trait. I'm literally Does that... a doctor. Oh, you play a doctor. And I'll be like, oh, let me see that. I, I, I bet it's just some sort of, oh, 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 no. And she starts treating him, I guess. Or tries All to. right. So I would say give me a brains. brains, yes, to see if you can treat him. Thank you, Dr. Lady and Eric. Start wow, did I not face. manage to roll a double on a 5d6? Ah, stop poking at it! It hurts! It hurts! Stop being such a baby. It's just a flesh wound. All right. So you 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 poke and try to prod at the thing, but you don't have you don't have any medical supplies on you. I will accept if someone like goes off and gets some medical supplies, so you can be treated again. But for now, all you have to do is just uh, like you know, like puts pressure on it, and, like get like a cloth and like tie it around his wound, so he won't die immediately. But he will be at a disadvantage for any uh, any like spirit or finesse checks for the next, but until he's treated. All right. So as the uh, the intercom comes on, and you hear a voice say, "Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, uh, I see we have one straggler, but that won't be too much of an issue. But thank you for coming along. We have a uh, a program here that we should have gone off in four months." Where we would have uh, had a you know, much bigger roster, and then we would have proceeded to kill you all in entertaining ways for our audience. But well, you know, you guys sort of cut, you sort of you know lit the fuse before we finished setting up. So we're going to salvage what we can. All this right. This isn't like those little sister shows, is it? Oh please, go! Oh, come on, we are nothing like that show. Come on, that they are a cheap knockoff. Okay. Come on. Our, our audience, we, they don't want amnesiac people. They want people who know who they are. They want people who, who know enough to be afraid of stuff. Come on. All right. So now that, you, now that we have enough of you here, let's go over some of the ground rules. All right. So you do have a chance of getting out of this alive. Not a good one, but you have one. Are you interested in finding out more? Desire to know intensifies. Okay, John, no point for that. Okay. So here's the thing. We have several rooms set up, not nearly, nearly as many as we would have, but we have some death rooms, you know, the, you know, set up so that if you can manage to navigate your way through them, then uh, we will uh, let you go. And, if, and to make sure you uh, stay on the path, we'll have Hugo follow behind you. And anyone who gets behind gets to spend time in his company and... He ain't very personable. I have a question, Sasha speaks up. Yes. You know, my knees aren't very good. So could he walk particularly slowly so I have a chance? Oh, he already does that. I don't know what his deal is. He always walks so slow everywhere, even when he's not wearing the gear. It's weird. He probably has it with the knees as well. And maybe. So is everyone clear of the rule? Uh, I, I see some extra cake is... Is anyone going to eat that? Um, uh, Billy indicates the two extra pieces that are still there. Yo, fool, I want some cake too. Is there a bathroom that doesn't have cameras? Well, no. Not that I know of, says Joey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bastards. sorry, but no. Well, no. 
and then you, and then we're gonna cut back to uh Karen as she's running r- running through the hallways. What's 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 on Karen's mind? Karen's mind is um she probably heard all this over the intercom, correct? Yes. Um, her she's trying to like uh find like one of those um air duct vents um and try to like find a place to hide in it or maybe like explore and not be exposed to a Hugo. All right, so I'll say that you managed to find like you know like a small little chair, and you managed to get yourself up to the uh, the air vents in the ceiling. And as you co- you try to pull yourself up, give me a finesse check. Nope. Now, right, luckily, since since Karen is your primary character, the first failure does not count against you. So you manage all you, you just manage to nip your fingers as suddenly blades uh, like shoot out from like the uh, walls and the ceiling of the air vents, and they like. Nick your fingers a bit, and you just follow the floor. Uh, she probably follows the floor and probably lands on the chair, um, <laughs> shattering it into a million pieces and makes a really loud noise. All right, as you, as you do that, you see, like, sit back up groaning, you hear, like, a thud, thud, shh, thud, thud, shh. She goes to the end of the hallway where she knows the stairway is and tries the door. It, you try, and luckily for you, it does open. She scrambles up the stairways and onto, well, the third floor above, if, if possible. Yes, you do manage to do that. And are you just going to keep on going up, or are you going to go just, like, explore on the third floor? She's going to go to the third floor. All right, so I'm going to cut back from Karen. I'm going to cut back to the uh, main group. And you basically hear, like, okay, so now that we've gone over the rules, so you just have to proceed along the uh, highlighted areas and you see like lights and the walls light up and just like, like proceed away. It's like, just follow them for the first death room, then everything will be fine. Death room? Uh, right here's a death room, exclaims Lloyd as he's still in a lot of pain. Oh, please. This, this is a gunshot wound. It's not that serious. I mean, a, a, like Joey over there probably has gone through that exact same thing like several times. Yeah. I mean, he's just sort of, you know, pulls up his shirt See a couple blood wounds or something there. See? Hey, I got an idea. I got some damn cush here. He, he sort of lights it up <laughs> for you. Do you accept the weed, Lloyd? Well, uh, I suppose I could just uh, fudge my next urine test. So, uh, yeah, sure. And he inhales deeply. <laughs> All right. All right, everyone satisfied? I got your medications in? Okay, good. So please proceed or else I will, se- I will send Hugo along. Joey will just take, uh, who was it? Who was shot? Lloyd? Yes. It was Lloyd, right? Okay, he'll just take Lloyd. All right, yeah. Uh, Lloyd puts uh, one of his arms over Joey's uh, um, shoulder and kind of hops along um, with them and proceeds down the hallway. Yes, okay, thank you. Now just go to the door marked 39 and proceed from there. All right, so... I'll say that you open the door and you find this like a at first glance this unremarkable room and you you know carpet uh, ceiling and this and then you all of you fall violin and this one of you feels like a drop or something fall on you. What was that? Then you like you reach up and you feel it. It's sticky fluid. Oh, this is gross. This is like this is like the couch in the mayor's office. <laughs> all right. So then, actually, as you smell it, it's. It doesn't smell like whatever the hell you're thinking of. And then it smells sweet. Lloyd uh, tastes it. It's honey. Oh, it's honey, Lloyd proclaims. 
here, try some of this. And he uh, takes like a little dip off his shoulder and hands it out to Joey. Joey, yeah. Joey will just get off his finger and just like, yeah, hell yeah. You. Are you some weird homosexuals? <laughs> Yo, what the fuck you say about me, bitch? All right, as as you as you fight amongst yourselves, then you suddenly hear like hear like a faint buzzing sound as like walls, all walls like sort of like remove and retract back, and like you see, look up, you see like there's a on the ceiling is just a massive honeycomb, and with like all the bees flying everywhere, and you see like the floor sort of like fall away as like this it's like a small narrow uh, path surrounded by like little uh, spikes. Hey Joey, do you have any more of that smoke? I I I hear bees. They they'll fall asleep if you put some more smoke by them. Yeah, uh, Joey will like uh, reach into his saggy pants and reach out for like a massive bag of weed. You're pretty sure is like way too fucking much. Okay, that's a general point to you. I'm just like hell yeah. All uh, right. Don't want to get rid of my uh, Sunday stash, though. All right. So, yes, thank you. Now you're the voice on the accomplice. Yes, thank you for arriving. Now your your task will be, I know it's not the greatest, but it's the first one available and all the rest are still under construction. So please just bear with us. I know it's not the best. You've seen better, but please just proceed along. And as you say, as he says that, then like one of the spikes in the floor shoots up and pierces the honey, one of the honeycombs in the uh, ceiling. And you hear like the, the bees become more agitated. And yes, there is a bit of a time limit on you, so please proceed. Yo, Lloyd, help me burn this shit up. With pleasure. And uh, Lloyd uh, pulls out a, a gold-plated cigarette lighter that he stole off the mayor's desk. So yeah, those two are just trying to uh, set the weed on fire and just... All right, so as you all say say that, you suddenly hear like a distance here, like a comp, 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 As Hugo, the sound of Hugo gets closer. It's like, so please, yes, he, please proceed along the path, please. Right, right. And, you know, they'll be holding Do you think we can ask this Hugo to light this stuff on fire faster? All right, that's a certain point. It's like, the Elvicom says, please. Hugo is not allowed to interfere with the uh, trials, except in the aid of moving you along. So please, go along the path. Oh, hello again, folks. I'd like to tell you about the Facebook group we run called White Wolf and Onyx Path RPGs Gameplay and Media. Have you ever wished you could have an easy way to find gameplay videos and podcasts or just media in general that deals with your favorite White Wolf role-playing games? Or have you ever wished you could find a forum to share gameplay that you have recorded? One that won't be drowned out by random posts and discussions so that your media could get the attention you deserve. The group is specifically run with the sole intent of it being a one-stop shop for people to view or share media involving the games we all love. We take thorough steps to ensure the page does not become cluttered and is easy to traverse. The group is already immense and continuing to rapidly grow. With new media being shared every day. Stop on by. We hope to see you there.